What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matthew Primo. What is up? I'm Christian Valencia. How are y'all? And today we are here to review Live Free or Die Hard, one of the best titles of all time. It's a shout out title. (laughs) It is. Uh, I really, really do like the title of this movie. Die Hard series for the most part, has really good titles. And it's really interesting to try to guess what the next movie title is going to be. The the new one that I've heard is just going to be called McLean. And I swear to everything holy on this world, if they name the movie McLean, I am going to riot. And I will not watch the movie. You put Die Hard in front of it. Die Hard McLean. Yeah, me and Nick Ziegler were trying to think about what would be a great uh, title for the next Die Hard movie. I just told you. I just told you right now. Die Hard McLean. No. Oh yeah. No. Eh, it's better than McLean. It is. I do just want to take a couple minutes to just throw out some random Die Hard titles for the next movie. The funniest one, and they're going with the Fast and Furious way of naming this: Too Hard to Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> that is fucking. That is fantastic. But I think the perfect one was uh, Old Habits Die Hard. Ooh. I think, that was, I think that's a really good title for a movie. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Or Get Rich or Die Hard Trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, die so Hardest. That's, that's terrible. Never Too Old to Die Hard. Eh. Do or Die Hard. Eh. The Land Before Die Hard. <laughs> what the? <laughs> all right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I can't, I can't read any more of these. <laughs> They're just terrible. <laughs> But this is Surfing the Stream, and like I said, every week we review at least two movies. We are in the middle of doing a Predator review series. I've dropped the first one of that. Uh, as soon as I finish recording with Christian here, I'm going to review the next two, Predators 2, or Predator 2, and then Predators. And then sometime this week I will drop the final episode of that series and then move on to a, another series. I think I'm doing John Wick, I think, next. Ooh. And then Christian and I, as we have one more review after this for the Die Hard series, which is a good day to Die Hard. And then we're going to start Kung Fu in review. Jeez. We both have already started uh, watching a little bit of the movies, and we are ready for that review series. Are you prepared, sir? Oh, I'm always prepared. Okay. And then also you can check out another series on our on our podcast called Movie Nights with Presley. So basically, me and my wife, we are joined by my seven-year-old daughter, Presley, and we review family-friendly movies. We have done Soul on Disney+, and then this past week we did Finding Ohana. You can go check out those. She actually introduced the episode here this past week. Ooh. Yeah. It was super cute. I, it made me smile. <laughs> and then I took over because she could not do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $20 tier, Carmen Edmonds, Sharon Petrie, and Eric Hernandez. We appreciate y'all helping us out each month by supporting us. You can go to patreon.com slash 2game if you you want to support us. There's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and a $20 tier. You can get all of our content uncut, unrated. You can get it early access, usually about four days before everybody else. And then you get bonus episodes as well. As soon as I'm done recording this, like I said, Predator reviews, and then I'm going to do a special Patreon-exclusive episode where I talk about Indiana Jones and that series. 
So I just finished all those movies here recently, so I'm eager to talk about them. But you are here for Live Free or Die Hard. Let's jump in to this review. I'm ready to get this movie out the way. Let's get it. The plot. So John McClane and a young hacker join forces to take down master cyber terrorist Thomas Gabriel in Washington, D.C. This movie was directed by Lynn Wiseman, which we have already reviewed several of his movies on here. Uh, The Underworld movies, Total Recall, Underworld, Underworld Evolution, and then Total Recall. And then he's rumored to direct McClane. I hope not. I personally do not like him as a director. uh, His movies are very, very, like, hit and miss. This is probably the most enjoyable out of all the movies that he's done, to be honest with you. This movie stars Bruce Willis, Justin Long, shout out, Timothy Oliphant. It was released on June 27th, 2007. It had a budget of $110 million and it grossed worldwide $388.1 million. Million dollars. <laughs> Many me stop hoping to laser. <laughs> and for fun facts, it took four months to compile, assemble archive footage of the past American presidents to create that televised warning from Gabriel. Yeah. Four months. It was interesting, but I don't know if I would have done four months worth of work for it. No. This is the only diehard movie to take place over the course of more than one day. Kevin Smith rewrote the lines for Warlock. Bruce Willis thought the rewrite was too funny and did not follow the serious tone of the movie, so Smith then rewrote it to that of the request of Willis. Hmm. Hmm. I, 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 I enjoyed him in this movie, but does it fit? That's, that's the question. When released on DVD uh, November 20th, 2007, it became the first DVD ever to be packaged with a digital copy. I had no idea. That's interesting. It's impressive. First film with no reference to Christmas. It's, in fact, uh, July 4th. Hmm. This is the first film in the series to have a PG-13 rating. Did you watch the PG-13 or did you watch the unrated? I don't know. Did you have F-words in it or not? Yes. Okay, then you watch the unrated version. (laughs) (laughs) The unrated version is significantly better than the PG-13. Is it? Yes. Hmm. Because you get his humor and... Now we're going to jump into our general impressions of the movie. I I think that's one of the strengths of this movie is you get his humor more so in this movie. His uh his ad-libbed humor that he got in the first movie. Because, you know, when when we reviewed the first movie, we're like, I absolutely love his his quips, his humor. And then the second one, they tried way too hard. Yeah. And then the third one, it was significantly better. Yeah. But not nearly enough. Indeed. This one, I felt, was closest to the original movie, as far as the humor. It was. There was a lot of dickhead in it. Dickhead, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And mother F this, mother F that. (laughs) Motherfucker! (laughs) Which I really enjoy. I think this movie is significantly better because of it. I don't mind the PG-13, but let's be honest, Die Hard is not a PG-13 series. I, I want some... I want some cussing, and I want some good old adult action. Shut up. <laughs> so I have, for all of, not eternity, but all the years that I've I've loved Die Hard, I will say Live Free or Die Hard has been one of the most enjoyable movies out of the series. But after rewatching it and giving it a more critical thought and looking at all the elements in the movie, it doesn't hold up as well. 
It's still enjoyable. I can still watch it over and over again. But it's not nearly as good as I remember it to be. And honestly, I watched this a couple years ago. So it's kind of surprising to me that I don't like it as much as I did originally. I mean, we have a lot more of an insight into it now. We've been doing these reviews for a while now. And I think it changed a lot of our mentality of a lot of these movies that we've watched. Because now we're like analyzing it. Now we're doing this instead of just sitting back and enjoying it. And then also the issue is we're watching them back to back to back. So it's getting compared to the one before, to the one before. You're not just watching this out of order, which out of order, it might be a really good movie. But when comparing it to one and three, it just... It tries to be three way too much. Right. And that's my biggest issue with it. You can't be three again. No. 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 The, the thing with them is they need to go in different directions with all these movies. They, you know, with one, they tried doing, not two again, but they tried really hard to make the first one again in two. And then they went in a completely different direction with three and then, obviously, that worked wonders for it. And now they're trying to do three again. And, obviously, I, I do enjoy this better than Die Hard 2, ultimately. Right. But I think they just they try too much to be like previous movies. And it really holds these movies back. What were your uh, general impressions? So, movies, sir? with mine, it had, a, like you said, a lot of funny little quips. A lot of just a lot of action. Compared Mm -hmm. to, like, the other ones. Like, one and three had a lot of action. But there was a lot of puzzles in three. And like you said, this one tried to be three. And it was just like, you wouldn't you have learned from the first one? I mean, second one? You can't remake. You can't remake it. Like, you can't make the same thing. Like, every snowflake has a different, a different, um, you know, shape. You can't recreate it. So you can't just say, hey, this was funny. Especially how many years of difference is three and this one? Uh, it, It's a long time. Exactly. You can't have the same, some jokes and same style as the decades. It's decades difference. So they went from like fax machines and beepers to <laughs> like high tech computer. Mm-hmm. Like hacking because hacking back then wasn't a thing i mean it was a thing but it was nothing like it is now no so you introduce this whole new level into this movie and expect the same stuff from the last one into this one it just doesn't you have to update it and you really do and brandon long kind of helped with that a little bit justin long justin long yeah yeah you're right not Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon St. Randy. Yes. Yeah. I knew what you were getting at. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Um, it's just... He added that entertainment that it needed. That little... little His little quips, his little just sassy ass. But Bruce Willis kind of stayed in vengeance. A yeah. A little bit. And yeah. it was just like... You, you can't... Like, it's too... It's too old school. You can't do that. So not all the humor hit for me. No. Every single time. And not even uh, Justin Long's humor hit every single time for me. The I, I felt like they were trying too hard to make it funny. 
Now, you also got to remember what, when this came out. This came out, and what did I say, 2007? Yeah. So, there was a diff, a different type of movies were made in 2007 and stuff like that. And you can tell because of the action sequences, they're very, very, and when I say very, I can't overstate it enough. Very over the top. And it really takes me out of the movie several times, especially at the end. And I'll get to the end in just a minute. But just a lot of the action just did not hit for me as much now because it it's so different from the first three movies, the action. If you're going to make a series, you know, it's like Indiana Jones. I just watched that entire series. And everybody gives crap on Kingdom of, the Kingdom of Crystal Skull, right? Yeah. And rightfully so. But it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a bad Indiana Jones movie. Right. Which is the issue. This is a great movie. It's a bad Die Hard movie. Yeah. Specifically re- relating to the relating to the uh the action. It if this was if you had just put Bruce Willis in this movie and not called him John McClane, would this movie be any different? It wouldn't. No. So why is this a Die Hard movie? That that is one of my biggest issues with this movie is I just I don't think this is a Die Hard movie. It's I think the series really ended with 3. It did. And I don't want to be too negative on this movie. I really do enjoy this movie. I do too. But it's just it's not a Die Hard movie to me. It's not like the fight scenes like with the the Asian chick. She beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> she did. And it was it was Humorous as well, right? I mean, could you play that now? This in this day of age, could you? Could you have that movie come out like it is now? No, probably not. No. But like I said, with changes of of the century, I mean, a lot of things you can do and can't do. Like the whole car sequence in the in the elevator. It was way. Oh too long. yeah, it was way too long. Yeah. The, which which. Brings up to the point. You say it's way too long. Shout out. And I I think the pacing is off in this movie. Right. You know, in Die Hard 3, that movie went... Quick, quick, quick. Quick, quick. Shout out. And, I mean, you were... You look up and it's an hour into the movie and you're like, oh, Jesus. I, you, know how much, you, know, you know how much shit I've watched already? A lot. <laughs> I'm breathing heavy over here. <laughs> this movie is... You get about an hour, hour and a half into it, and you're like, bro, this movie is, is dragging. I, I found myself a couple of times walking off and let it just play and just let me hear it. Yeah. It just, I, I think the pacing is, is very off with it. Yeah. And like I said, I don't really care for Lynn Wiseman as a director because all of his movies are like that. I mean, you look at my Underworld series, number one and number two, the ones that he directed are not in my favorites out of that series. Rise of the Lycans and Awakening were my favorites out of that series. Len Wiseman never made the cut. Uh, Total Recall. I mean, it's a decent movie, but is it a Total Recall movie? No, it's not. So I just, I don't really care for him as a director, to be honest with you. And some other thoughts on the movie. Uh, and this goes back to my thoughts of this not being a diehard movie. There's almost no mention whatsoever of the other movies. Nope. Like, none. 
Like, they don't mention... I mean, they did mention, have you killed people before? He said, like, yeah, but that was... We watched them before, so we knew what he was mentioning. But, the, but you know, if you've never watched any of the Die Hard movies, you would have never known. No. And that just further proves my point that, was this even a Die Hard movie to begin with? Right. I don't think so. Because to consider it, when you're, when you're making movies in a series... Yes, you don't want to tread water. You don't want to do the same things over and over again. Do you need to mention every little detail, every single movie? No. There is... What movies did I watch? Oh, Underworld. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Underworld gives you a recap. The first five minutes of every movie of the previous movies. Mm -hmm. And it goes through that every single movie. Bruh, I don't need a recap every single movie. I'm not asking for that. But you need to tie these movies together. Like when they did, um, when they were looking him up, like, give me all the information on McLean. Yeah. That was one of those things they could have mentioned, like, hey, he's got a lot of experience in uh, huge crises and stuff like that. They could have mentioned something like that. But they never ever had to mention the tower, the airport, or, you know, the heist. They didn't have to mention it. They just could have dead, like, he has experience or history. Just just something to tie it back to the original three. Right. Marvel movies, regardless of what you think from movie to movie, they do a great job of tying each movie to each other. The threads are there, and it works. And like I said, I don't need you to give me a recap every single movie, but at least tie it together to make me know that this is a diehard movie at its core. And that is the biggest fault in the movie, in my my personal opinion. I mean, just because his name's John McClane doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Like I said, like I said, take out his name. Is this a diehard movie? No. No, it's not. Because there's nothing that ties it back to the original trilogy. Nope. As far as some of my favorite scenes, uh, I love the little bit, the little humor bit with uh, the boyfriend and the oh. his daughter at the very beginning. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Boy, trying to cop that feel, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's just he's trying to talk to his daughter. Shut up, shut up. Second beats. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days. The Kevin Miss, the Kevin Smith stuff, like I mentioned earlier, I really enjoyed that. But again, it doesn't really fit in this movie. I don't. I don't. I mean, personally. I think it's kind of out of place when you look at it in comparison to the rest of the movie. So you probably could have just done without it, and it would have been. It probably would have made the movie go by faster. To be honest with you. Yeah, it definitely would have. The tunnel humor with McLean reminds me, like I said, of the vent scene in the original, which is one of my favorite scenes of all time, or favorite scenes in the yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Re- really good stuff in the in the tunnel with uh, John McClane. I had a lot of problems with the 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 Harrier. The what? The Harrier. The airplane, the jet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had a lot of problems at the very end. Yeah, yeah. I t- tell me what you were gonna say about that now. So, uh, first off, you know, I know they can hack into that stuff, but would you recheck with that? Like, you sure? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you just gave me a command to send rockets in the middle of a. Of a, City, right? Yeah, that doesn't sound like something would happen. No, and I mean, don't get me wrong. The Harriers, those, they do that. They do float like that. They hover around, 
But I don't think he would have hovered around that close into a highway. No. And that leads me into my point that the last 30 to 40 minutes of this movie is really where it falls apart for me because that's where the action gets super over the top. That whole interstate scene with the fighter jet is its just not obnoxious. It's just so out of place for this series. Right. And that's really what aggravates me the most about the movie. And to this day, I still do not like... I've never liked the fighter jet sequence. I mean, it looks cool. Granted, it looked better back in the day because CGI has not aged well for that scene. No, it's not. <laughs> not at all. But overall... I just think the movie fell, the movie fell apart probably right around the time that Lucy got kidnapped. Yeah, definitely did. The movie John McCl- at Bruce Willis became wooden as soon as that happened. Yep. He lost cuz you know the very beginning of the movie he's very not bombastic. He's very he has a lot of humor, quick-witted. Quick-witted and then as soon as she gets kidnapped, he becomes like a stone. Yep. And there's no emotion on his face. He's just he just walks everywhere and it's just straight laced. And mean, he could have played that so much different. He could have he could have came back and showed him that he wasn't scared. Yeah. He could have shown anger. Right. Something. He just there's no emotion whatsoever from Bruce Willis once she gets kidnapped. And like I said, that's just where the movie falls apart for me personally. And then the the last little thoughts that I want to give. Gabriel at the very end, spoiler alert by the way. If you if you watched this so far and you haven't seen it, eh, I'm sorry. We haven't really spoiled much. Sorry, not sorry. Honestly, we haven't really spoiled much no. up to this point. No. But I'm about to talk about the very, very end. So, spoiler alert, if you have watched it up to now and you have not seen it, go watch it. So, Gabriel gets shot. He's, he's holding Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis, to kill Gabriel, puts the gun in his right shoulder. So, Gabriel is standing behind Bruce Willis. And he's using them like a hostage situation. Bruce Willis grabs the gun, points it at his right shoulder, and then pulls the trigger with the classic yippee motherfucker. Indeed. But if you watch the PG-13 it's version, P-I-A. you don't... yippee And gun shoots off. Right. Ruined. But I don't know if y'all have noticed, when Gabriel falls to the ground, his gunshot wound is on the left side of his chest. And I don't know if you're looking for continuity, but Bruce Willis shot him on the right side. So how did he get the bullet on the left side? I'm just saying. Just saying. A little continuity We're error We're not there. physics here. Not <laughs> physics. I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense. Nope. But, I, I mean, that's really all my thoughts that I have about the movie. I mean, the movie's I, good regardless. Yeah. It's just I, not as a diehard. It, I, it sounds like we're shitting all over this movie. <laughs> Like we're just If you want to hear shitting, go listen to Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's shitting. That, that is a shitting on that movie. It sounds like I'm being very negative about this movie, but ultimately I do enjoy this movie. It's rewatchable. You can watch it many times. I've seen it dozens of times since it released since two thousand seven. And like I said, it's still one of my favorite diehard movies, regardless. But like we've said, I, I just I don't think it's a diehard movie. At the end of the day, after watching it now, and after watching the series back to back to back, and that's really a fault to the movie. So, the question is: Can I rank this among the top diehard movies when it's not really a diehard movie? I'd be technically yes, but 
I mean, it's got the name in it, so that everybody's just going to argue. It's a diehard movie, blah, blah, blah. But in tight, is it? It's still better than two. You're right. <laughs> God, you're right. And we still have... Unamas? The, the last one to review. Mm. I don't know how I... Uh, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> Get an old shit cotton. <laughs> but just to throw out some quick positives before we move into the final rating of the show, or the movie, excuse me. I I enjoyed the humor. I think there was a little too much. But the humor was, was pretty was pretty good. When it hit, it it fucking hit. Shut up. Right? <laughs> uh for the most part, all the action scenes look really good. Except the end. Mm-hmm. And I think they're well thought out. They're a lot different than the previous three movies. And they still have the classic elevator scene that they always have in these movies. I, I don't I don't mind it. That's something that ties them to the other movies. But like I said, if you've never seen the other three, you wouldn't know that. Right. And if you weren't looking at fun facts, would you even know that there's an elevator scene in every single Die Hard movie? No. Yeah. See, there you go. Winning. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed the elevator scene. I Timothy Oliphant, I used to really enjoy him in this role. I, I'm I've cooled on him a little bit in this role. He's not as good. He's still savage. He's still a savage. I still enjoy him. He's he's a really good actor, and I love watching anything that he's in. He just he could have just he could have probably done a little better. A little bit better. Yeah. Bruce Willis, uh, better than two, in my opinion. You see his age. God, yeah. You see his age. I mean, after Die Hard three, I think is really when. Bruce Willis started going downhill in in acting. Now he just he acts in everything. Yep, and he gives no effort whatsoever. He's just there for the paycheck. I don't blame him. I would be too. I'm yeah. And as far as Justin Long, like I said earlier, I really enjoy his little bits. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know they're little? <laughs> Well, <laughs> so uh, for the most part, I enjoyed I enjoyed his part in this movie. Uh, I what did you think about? Did you think that they were trying to give him the reins for the franchise at the very end? Yes and no. Like I felt like like John McClane was trying to like teach him because he says bit. at the very end, "Now you're the guy." But bruh, I mean, come on. Is Justin Long really a uh, an action star? No, I don't think so. So I don't know why they would have chose to go that route. He's and Brandon Saint Randy to me. Always. He's always, <laughs> always. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only thing I know him for. <laughs> if you don't catch our reference, go watch uh, Zach and Miri make a porno. Yes, it's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. He's. I think he makes another cameo somewhere else in another movie, but I don't remember what movie. But for the most part, the the writing is it's okay. There's some stuff towards the end that, like I said, I don't enjoy, and it's mainly with Bruce Willis, especially when he's on the uh, he's in the the eighteen wheeler, and he's like, "Call my daughter, promise me that you'll call her and tell her that I love her." Yeah, I'm like, "Bruh, come on, dude. This, this, we could have done without that." I think she knows. And if then not, we all know you're not going to die anyway, so this is kind of pointless. Right, if you die, what's what's the point? It's just, it, it, I, I just did not like the scene at all. The last 20 minutes of the movie, I just did not care for. 
I mean, even if you knew the history of John McClane, wouldn't you send like people with him everywhere he went? Right. I mean, after three events, he should have like a posse <laughs> of people. Why is he still employed? <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand. Like, that makes no sense. He just does it all by himself. How? <laughs> which br- which brings you bring up to when I was talking about the the humor in the tunnel. You know, in the very be- the first movie, he's in the vent and he's like, uh, "Oh yeah, go out to LA, grab a couple drinks." <laughs> and then he's in the tunnel. and He's like, "Oh yeah, it's gotta be a it's gotta be a uh, a, a senior officer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be easy." <laughs> oh God! I I wish Bruce Willis would have nailed the ending, right? And this movie would may may have been the best if he would just nailed the ending. I don't know. This still would, it had its quirks. Yeah, it did. But overall, sir, uh, buy, sell. Uh, give me your rating first. I'm gonna give it a four. Four. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a <laughs> little. I'm a little bit harsher on it. <laughs> not, not not too bad. I give it three and a half stars out of five. Oh, you just got half lower than me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Every little bit counts. <laughs> it does. And three and a half mainly because of the ending, and I think some of the acting is is not as good, and the writing, like I said, is it, it, it's good. It's just not great. It's it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. I wouldn't, and it's rewatchable. But to consake to to say that it is anywhere near number three, it would be criminal to me. So, I think I gave three. A four. So in return, I cannot give Live Free or Die Hard a four. No. Not so that's not. why that's why it's three and a half for me. Buy, sell, rent, or skip, sir. I would sell. Like wait for a sale. Sell or get it with a box set. Yeah. I think the box set is like twenty five, thirty bucks right now. Yeah. And that's the perfect price. And there's five movies, so five bucks a piece. Yeah. Twenty five folks. That's that's perfect. Perfect. That sounds like a sale to me. <laughs> right? So, I mean, seven, eight bucks, I think is perfect for this movie. You start getting uh, over $10. Eh, not so much. Not so much. Speaking of uh, completely off topic here, Indiana Jones. <laughs> the the box set is 50 bucks for four movies. Wow. Yeah. So, I was like, well, how much are they individually? $15 a piece. God damn. Sometimes, they're 20 bucks a piece. I mean, they're... The first ones are good and all, but... But, sir, those movies are older than us. Right. (laughs) Why are they still $15? Because they age well. I mean, the CGI does not age well. I was being facetious. (laughs) (laughs) You guys stop doing that. I'm not following you today. (laughs) But I think that's going to conclude our Live Free or Die Hard review. We have one more to do. A good day to die hard. And... I've never liked that movie. I've seen it twice, and I still don't like it. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe my mind will change watching this back-to-back. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) You should come back and check out our review. We appreciate y'all joining us for this review, and we will catch y'all next time on another episode.